Hi dreamers, this is Lucy, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Made Expats with Lucy Jan, where I interview expats from all across the globe to share their inspiring and motivating stories. Today, I'm here with Gabriela Encina, a licensed psychologist with more than 20 years of experience. Gabriela is specialized in helping expert women reclaim their self-confidence and discover themselves and their happiness in a new country. And she has helped more than 300 expert women from all around the world. Gabriela is currently living in Valencia in Spain, but she was born and raised in Chile and also lived in Austria for around eight years before moving to Spain in 2017. Living abroad as an expat is really cool, but we face many different challenges, ranging from loneliness, anxiety, cultural differences, and so many more. And I believe her work is so valuable to many expat women in the world, and I can't wait to learn more about her and her work today. So welcome to the show, Gabriela. So happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Lucy. I'm so excited to be here talking to you. Your <laughs> smile is so like contagious. It's so amazing. Like, you know, you have such a good energy. Like, yeah, it just makes me like so happy. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you very much. That's a beautiful compliment. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I mean it. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about today's uh, interview because, you know, I myself an expat. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on your website and then everything that you do, your work is definitely, I be, I truly believe that it's valuable to so many expert women in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I have so many questions. I'm super excited <laughs> about it. So mm-hmm. if any expats, including men and women, right? Not only yes. limited to women, but like no. men and women, anyone expats living abroad i i believe you know this episode is going to be so valuable to them so um yeah so um i know that you're originally from chile and mm-hmm. now you're in spain but you live in austria for mm-hmm. around eight years mm-hmm. can you share with us one of the best things about living in each country including chile uh, or... yeah why not i mean yeah <laughs> but i guess like perspective is a little yeah. bit different because you're from yeah. there right yeah, but yeah yeah, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah i can tell you how it is to come back to chile after oh, um okay. that's interesting yes mm-hmm. uh, uh well uh moving to austria was uh very very exciting but also very very shocking uh i lived in vienna it's i don't know if you've been there or, or i've been or there visited. I've been there. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful city. So filled with uh, culture and history Mm. and and beautiful landscapes and gardens and castles and etc. So I would say, but nevertheless, the the thing that I enjoyed the most, the most, the most living in Vienna was the organization. And everything worked. Although they say from themselves that are very bureaucratic. Okay. And things uh, take a while to work out. I come from Chile. So that for me was <laughs> the contrast of, okay, if they say at eight, it is at eight. And if, oh. the, if the boss says it, uh, it comes at eight, 
22, it comes at 822. That was a shock. And that was as a shock. I, I was so delighted of that because in Chile, you have to pivot and you have to be flexible. You know, mm-hmm. when it says 822 is between 820 and 835. If they oh. say tomorrow, oh. it might be tomorrow, maybe next week, you know. Oh, is it? Oh. Yes, yes. Uh, in Latin okay. American countries, including Spain. Not Latin including American, Spain. but Latin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we will get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> so I, 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 I felt like ah, this is my place. Mm-hmm. I've been very organized and structured all my life, and in Chile, I was like a fish out of water because everything, everyone else is so flexible. You know, ah, ten yeah. minutes late is okay. Uh, and in in Vienna, I was like, ah, this perfect. is my place. Yeah, perfect, mm-hmm. amazing. So I enjoyed that. And in Spain. Uh, definitely where I live now in Valencia is living near the sea oh. uh, because I, I was born and raised in a, in a city near the sea, by mm. the sea. Uh, and in Vienna, uh, you know, you have the Danube and they, they have beaches near the <laughs> Danube, but the, the, nothing compared uh, to actually live by the, by the sea or by the ocean. So I, I really enjoy that. And also the laid back atmosphere. Uh, of of you know like oh everything's yeah it it will work out and and it's uh, annoying sometimes because of I told you already because I'm, I'm very structured but it's <laughs> yeah <refreshing> also so <laughs> I enjoy that too mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. so. I am also a very structured person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess like you're also like a planner, right? Like structured, yes. organized, like you you want to go things as a plan and stuff like that. I'm very much yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So do you like, so you're saying that you were, you are like that, you were originally like that, but like, mm-hmm. do you feel like living, maybe not Austria, but like living in Spain, mm-hmm. maybe may like change it you to more becoming more flexible or do, or are you the same? <laughs> I'm the same, <laughs> but um, I'm 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 equally flexible, non-flexible, like in the middle. But I'm more accepting, mm. and if things don't go uh, as planned, what usually happens here, uh, I just get five minutes of anger and rage and rah, I hate everything or everyone, <laughs> and then I say, okay, I'm living here. I choose to live here. I have so many advantages, so calm mm. down and and keep going. But I, mm. I, I like the same. The first reaction is always, <laughs> why is not working? <laughs> why is right. not g- going? Why uh, how I planned it? You know, it's it's mm. yeah. But it is what it is. It's 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 okay. It's just like, and also I'm just curious personally, like mm. just curious about this. But like, mm. you know, Austria, I guess, like when you when you have an appointment with your friends or like I don't know acquaintances, I guess, like hey, mm. last meet at eight o'clock tonight. Then people show up at eight. Uh, yeah. I heard Latin America is more flexible. Do you feel like Spain is like that as well? Like, how is it? Uh not as flexible mm. as Latin America, mm. but definitely more flexible than Austria, uh, um. which is. I mean, with punctuality is one thing I I I I don't like it, but uh, they are within ten minutes of range. So that's oh that's okay. okay, then that's it's, okay. It's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's bearable for me. Um, but the thing is, here if they say they are going to meet you, I mean Spanish people that I've met, they do. 
Okay. And, and mm-hmm. that's something also, also really uh, not rare, I would say, but it's it's not that often or not that common in in Chile. I wouldn't say Latin America because I don't know, but in Chile, mm. you say yes, yes, let's uh, let's meet tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then thirty minutes before they cancel because whatever reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, but here, if they say they are going to meet you, they meet you. Maybe oh, okay. ten minutes late or fifteen minutes late, but but 10, they 15 minutes is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So it's a middle, kind of a middle-ish ground mm-hmm. <laughs> between Chile and Austria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And Austria mm-hmm. is. Uh, I had no idea that like Austria is super structured, and it's uh, interesting to hear that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> compared compared to Germany, not as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are they are like the the, the at the bottom. Uh, sorry, mm. at the top of the yeah. structure, <laughs> thinking and and doing, but uh, they are respectful. You know, mm-hmm. respectful of your time, and if they say something, they do mm-hmm. it, even if they don't like it, because yeah, they 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 have a way to show their disagreement or their annoyance oh. as well. They're, yeah, yeah, oh. uh, <laughs> but if they say something, they do it. And that's, oh. that's, that's very, oh, cool. very good. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you are a licensed psychologist mm-hmm. with more than 20 years of experience. I mean, how cool yes. is that? And, and before, what's more cool is that before you became a psychologist, you worked in HR at mm-hmm. a big company in Chile for mm-hmm. about 10 years. Mm-hmm. So and I, I don't know if I correct me if I if I'm wrong, but I saw that you studied psychology at the university. As yes, well. yes, yes, yes. So I I, I studied yeah. psychology. I graduated mm-hmm. with 21, and then I moved uh, to Santiago to the a bigger city, mm-hmm. and in I worked in the um, recruitment and selection um, mm-hmm. department. So they they required a psychologist, oh. and. Yeah, it, it's it's at that time I don't know now, but at that wow. time it was required to select people to like like applied psychological tests and interviews. Oh, wow. uh, they, they required a psychologist, so that was my first job because as a clinical psychologist, it was very difficult to find uh, a job because they required experience. Mm-hmm. So of mm-hmm. course, if you are fresh out of university, you don't have a, or, or as much a work experience. So it was a contradiction there. But in HR, they just they were just happy that you, as a psychologist, uh, wanted to work there. So I stayed there, and I stayed there, and I stayed there for ten years. And that was actually my only formal job in Chile, in 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 oh. in, in that company. Like I, I I went up 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 up. I end up managing the whole country in that in that area in human resources. So yeah, I would never do it again. (laughs) I can tell (laughs) you. (laughs) Corporate world is is interesting. Uh, I like it, but when I go uh, go and offer workshops and talks, it's amazing. It's beautiful, but working in that environment is not my thing. No. Yeah. I think like everyone's very different, but like the self-aware is so important. Like some people, yeah. they're fit for, you know, Absolutely. corporate culture, right? Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so I guess like uh, my original question that I had in mind was like, why mm-hmm. did you want to become a psychologist? But then actually mm-hmm. you, you work well, like even, even though like you worked in a corporate like HR team, but you are, mm-hmm. you were a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, I, okay. I was I was in, in that department and I also uh, offered consultations, like not, not clinical consultations, but uh, counseling to workers. Mm-hmm. And I coached uh, managers. So I was oh. being a psychologist as much oh, as I wow. could in, in that in that area. So, yeah, yeah, I always I my dream was always be a, a counselor, a clinical psychologist. So oh. I tried to squeeze that as much as I could in the in the corporate world. Yeah. Oh wow! So that's so. Why did you want to become a psychologist? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, um, I'm always. I've always been fascinated by human behavior and how people uh, react and act more than that. How they think, also, and how they feel, but how they react to things, how they act, how they behave, uh, mm. and it always puzzles me. Even now, I've met so many people and I've, I've worked with so many people but still it's it always amazes me amazes me how we react uh under given circumstances or under mm. given situations or emotions so that's uh, excites me every time to to uh unfold people's characters and personalities like a, a pandora's box in a in the better way possible and that's really exciting for me Oh, that I, no. I have a question because you're a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask away, ask away. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that I guess, like, I, I, I guess, you know, I mean, obviously, you have like more than twenty years of experience, mm-hmm. and you, you, this is your expertise. You work mm-hmm. with so many clients. So, mm-hmm. do you? I guess, like, I assume you're you're quite intuitive. I guess then, like, mm-hmm. when you meet people, like, for example, you you met me. Right, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's our second time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Online, right? Mm-hmm. Do you kind of like? Can you notice like their personality like fast? Like you, I mean, like not necessarily like whole personality as a whole person, but like, do you as a psychologist can you mm-hmm. kind of like capture some I don't distinctive personality? I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I could. I would mm. say the first 10 years of my professional career. But the more I meet people and the more I know people, I try actively to less encapsulate them. Oh. Because, you know, you have you, you have first impressions. And like, I, I can tell that you are like that, like that, like that from what I see. Mm-hmm. But then the more I know you, the more mm-hmm. surprised I am. Yeah. On how wrong I was or how mm. mislead I was because you were having a bad day because that day I don't know I was having a bad day and I was projecting mm. things over you, mm. you know. So I try not to. Uh, it is uh, like a, a, a kind of a default mode, but when mm. I I, I uh, see myself doing that, I try to okay, no, don't do that because mm. it's usually I'm not right, even though I'm intuitive really? and everything. Yes, mm. I mean not right. It can be a little bit, but there are so much more than, mm, than, than what I can intu- uh, intuitive uh, think or, or uh, extrapolate about you mm. that uh, I, I try not to because it's it's usually 1% of the whole package. And, and when, you, when you start with that base and, uh, you know, uh, confirmation bias, right? Yes. Yes. So I try actively to fight confirmation bias. And when I start uh, to apply to you certain uh, uh, traits or personality uh, characteristics, uh, then I, I tend, or we, everyone tends to um, 
apply confirmation bias to it, right? Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I try not to do it because it's 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 so much more beautiful to discover you than mm. to assume things from you. Yeah, I don't know if, yeah. if that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense. But sometimes from my personal experience, it could be a mm-hmm. little bit difficult because like when we first meet like strangers, there's mm-hmm. a first impression that we perceive. And then yeah. once the information subconsciously just like enter our brain, we're just like, oh, this person is going to be like this. This person is like this. And then the next time when I see this person or whatever, then as you said, confirmation bias. Uh-huh. You're saying confirmation that? bias. Yeah, yeah. Like we're mm-hmm. trying to kind of confirm our theory in a, in a way. So yeah. That yeah. that yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, May I say something about what what you are saying? Uh, apropos apropos our life, the, the life we chose, expat life. I always strongly advise, exactly because of what you are saying, mm-hmm. uh, when we meet people uh, yeah. as expats, because it's it's more difficult, right? Because we are moving, or because we are we don't speak the language as we want to, or because whatever, uh, to give two, three, four chances to people before disregarding, disregard oh. them as friends. Exactly four, four because chances? of that. Four chances? Four? Three, three, four. Three yeah. to four. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly that, you know, you we have our biases, we have our, our okay, I like this kind of people and I yeah. don't like these kinds of people. Yeah. But when we meet new people as adults, as expats, as, mm. as oh, uh, yeah. foreigners, you know? Yes. There are so many layers. Of I know. <laughs> that, not, not that normal uh, that you meet in your country, in your street, in your city, right? Or the mm. university at school. Um, so I, I encourage my, my clients and everyone who's listening to give more um, chances to those people because they might be nervous as well. They might not uh, um, master the languages uh, that we speak, etc. So uh, mm. fighting the confirmation bias. Of course, there are things that are not uh, um, negotiable, right? Like ra- racism, xenophobia. Of course, you know, yeah. Of course, of course. not. But mm-hmm. hey, if, if the person couldn't speak or couldn't uh, articulate the way that we want them to, mm. let's give them another chance. Or, oh, we didn't click. We didn't have the chemistry. Yeah, because... I know. We, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a huge thing. Oh, we didn't click. No, we... <laughs> yeah, he was nice or she was nice, but uh, we, yeah. we, we, we were on the, on the way, on the same uh, wavelength. wavelength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hey, know. Let's see how it goes in a second, in a different environment or with more mm. people or with less people. And then... After three, mm-hmm. four times, we can actually decide, no, okay, these yeah. people is really not for me. Because it's so hard to meet friends, right? In uh, being I an know. Expert. It's so mm-hmm. hard. But that's a, such a brilliant advice. Three to four chances. Mm-hmm. Does it include dating life as well? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> three to four chances. Yes. Oh. Well, yeah. again... Mm-hmm. Again, because I don't want anyone <laughs> to blame me. About, I give him four chances and yeah. you weren't right. <laughs> I'm going to sue you. <laughs> but, you know, it's about dating. It's a little bit off topic, but it's I, I love that you asked this because I've, I've had so many clients like expats uh, dating uh, abroad and like with apps mm-hmm. and everything. And there are so many biases already when you are sw- swiping, swiping, swiping left. No, 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 because of the photos. And yeah. then, oh, but, ah, yeah, we had a great time, but I didn't like him. I didn't feel the chemistry. Yeah. Know? And no, let's pass to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. But there are so many 
studies that reveal that chemistry is not necessarily an instant thing. It can grow okay. and it can and it can and it can be activated by the intelligence or or personality mm. match. And then you you start seeing people like, oh, it's actually not that. I mean, I wouldn't say no, no. It is actually not that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more attractive than I thought. Or oh, I mm. I like his eyes when he laughs. You know those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 important not to disregard people and give them chances because, yeah, life mm. happens. They were having a bad day. They were having they had a bad day at, at work or with their families or I don't know. So yeah. I know it is the most as adults the most valuable thing thing that we have is time. I understand that and I yeah. agree. But if we want something, mm. right, uh, out of people. Uh, mm. dating or relationships or friendships um they deserve as we because we would like them to give us another chance if we were having True. a bad day or whatever yeah. right so mm. why not try it at least let's mm. let's let's leave it at three times maybe four is too much <laughs> for some people let's leave it at three <laughs> Okay, three sounds like okay like three it's, sounds it's feasible doable. right yeah, yeah like yeah. doable definitely three okay <laughs> Three sounds more more doable for certain four, but but I like that because like I also tend to like, you know, as you, I like what you mentioned earlier. We have like so many layers, like mm -hmm. adults and even making new friends, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we didn't click, we didn't buy, etc. But I like that you know giving like a couple of chances, like three or four chances to people yeah. before we kind of okay, <laughs> this yeah. is not working. Okay, next exactly. Next. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Then I, you know, I know that you're working with expat women um, mm -hmm. from all around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, who are like, like, who are your kind of like clients, and why do they reach out to you, and how do you help them? Like, mm -hmm. what areas? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, my clients are like I did, I can define them as expat women mm -hmm. between 25 and 60. Oh, wow. And they speak at least, at least, at bare minimum, two languages, at, mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them, usually English, and then another one, depending mm -hmm. on the country they're living, etc. Um, they are, all of them, because they're expats, they are badasses, they're courageous, they're brave, um, they are highly intelligent, they are super perfectionist and hard on, them, on themselves. Uh, which lead to anxiety and burnout and mm. sometimes depression. And they have um, troubles adjusting with a culture shock or loneliness or develop some, some kind of dependency with their partners. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. I want to talk uh -huh. about that too. Okay, uh -huh. yeah, okay. go yes, on, go absolutely, on. Oh my gosh, absolutely, I'm absolutely. enjoying this conversation so much. <laughs> Okay. Yes, yes. And, mm -hmm. and that's worse because they are not used to that. We mm. were not used to that because we were independent in our country. We were making mm. our own living. We were academics or, you know, highly intelligent people and highly independent people. And then suddenly they are in a country that, where they don't speak the language, where the partners are the kings or queens of the country and they have to adjust to it. Maybe mm. they are not making a living because they can't find a job. Um, they don't have friends. So there is not, not, yeah. only, not only economical or financial dependency. There's also emotional dependency yeah, and social, social mm. dependency, right? Mm -hmm. I'm friends with your friends. 
because I don't give three chances to other people. So <laughs> I'm I don't have no time. I don't give more exactly. than three chances, okay? <laughs> so My standard I, is here. Exactly. So I, I, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm grateful for your friends, but they are your friends or your mm -hmm. family, you know? And that kind of dependency leads to anxiety, burnout, and, and, and a lot of low confidence. Like, I was someone in my country. Oh, and now, yeah, that's huge. Who am I here? Who that's am I huge. here? I'm that's the wife huge. of, I'm the partner of, or I'm the exotic uh, South Korean or Chilean or, or Kenyan, you know? And, oh, that's fine. That's wonderful. But that's it. I'm that. Mm -hmm. and I'm Identity that. change. Yeah, the, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's and it's true. difficult that you fight for people to see you for who you are. But it's mm. also difficult if you can't speak the language or if mm. you're so anxious to go outside because you feel very like a child, like a toddler. So yeah. you're not showing your your um, your true self, you know, to other people. Yeah. So they see yeah. you for who you show them. You know, so it's, it's it, we tend to be to blame people like, no, mm -hmm. but they don't see me for who I am, but I'm not showing them who I am. Mm. You know, I have a question. Uh, yeah, yes. that's yeah. I have a question. So yes. like, I know that, you, you know, when when you moved, moved to Austria for the first mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. I believe they speak German, right? Yes. They speak German. So, mm -hmm. so do, do they speak English as well? Like, how 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 difficult it is like to to speak English in the supermarket or, or uh, cafe? Or oh, did were no. you, did you speak? So did you uh, learn German before moving to Austria? Or I, oh, okay. I did a semester. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> when I arrived, it was like I, I didn't know anything at all, apart mm. from hello and goodbye and thank you and those kinds of things. So it was really shocking because you learn some like Hochdeutsch, they call it, like like neutral German. But mm. then when you move to the country, you realize, okay, they speak anything but what you learn in the books or what you listen. Yeah. You have dialects, you have uh, uh, accents, you know, and, 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 and it's very difficult. And in that time, we're talking about 2010, um, young people, they, they, they speak German, uh, sorry, English, but people over 40 at that time, they mm -hmm. didn't. And they have uh, they don't they don't learn um, English like I did for example in Chile because we got the series or movies with subtitles. Oh, English uh, subtitles. English, no, no, Spanish subtitles, but with the original uh, um, audio. Oh, you know? oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they have everything dubbed. Oh, had had at that time because now Netflix and whatever. But that mm. time they, they, in, in the in the public um, television, everything was dubbed. So they are not confronted to English as we are. I don't know how it is in South Korea, but it, it's it's they have to be very motivated to learn the language or they have to travel so that they can know English. So it's mm -hmm. not that it wasn't that common in that generation. So, yeah, to answer your question, no, I didn't speak German and it was super difficult. I found rarely a person who spoke English, even doctors. And it was super fun to go with my husband to my gynecologist. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was delighted. Uh, and, and it was, that's why I talked about dependency before, right? And, and to, to feel like a toddler. I can't even go to my gynecologist alone or when I go to the supermarket and I don't know 
where to find something, I'm I get terribly anxious to ask. So I don't mm. ask and I grab something and it was of course it wasn't what I wanted, you know, those kinds of things yeah. I experienced too. It was difficult, yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, I have so many things I want to unpack there, but I mean like the first thing that I wanted to to mention mm. is that like I remember like you know, you mentioned that when you don't when we don't speak the language fluently, our kind of we become like a child we become like yeah. super shy or whatever like we're not mm-hmm. like really true to ourselves we're just not mm-hmm. in a situation where we can be really who we are mm-hmm. um i don't know like i remember like you know um yeah like when I, it, it's a small little thing even if like mm-hmm. in a restaurant or mm-hmm. just a supermarket grocery store yeah say hi and how how much is it or like just random conversation mhm I had an experience where my personality didn't show yeah. as who I am. I become like more shy. Yeah. Do, do you do, do you have experience like that or your client is it common or uh, Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say it's like the the, the is like the normal for us. Okay. We don't so I'm not the, the weirdo. Okay. Good. No, Good know. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, uh, we are all weirdos in that way because we chose this life, you know. And, and that's <laughs> and that's mm. the, the beautiful part of it. Uh, it's a cycle. It's a, mm. it's a vicious cycle. The more we go out, uh, the more we start to go out and being confronted to those situations, the less we want to go out. So yeah. the, the 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 more we we uh, shut down and we stay at home and we don't do the things that we really enjoyed in our language in our native language because we are so embarrassed mm. and hey I'm not this person so if they can see who I really am I wouldn't I I won't show anything at all not even glances because I'm too embarrassed mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and 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 mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the change between that independent confident woman to this toddler. <sighs> It's yeah. really shocking. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. then especially like when you like when we have a partner in a foreign country. Um, mm-hmm. I have experience experience actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a partner uh, and then my ex ex-boyfriend. And mm-hmm. then I I remember I was so dependent emotionally and and I, I really didn't like it because I knew mm-hmm. that this is not who I am, but mm-hmm. I didn't have it. Like I didn't have friends and I just mm-hmm. like didn't, you know, th- all those things that all you the- mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it, I don't it, I remember it led to arguments to arguments because yeah. I also didn't like myself being dependent, but then like, yeah. but I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like emotional things. So, yeah. Do you have any, any kind of advice or I don't know, tips. Is there any, any tips to go through those kind of situation? Uh, yes. <clears throat> oh. um, yes. Uh, first of all, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Because we are. it's so difficult to observe ourselves in those situations, right? We, we, we function and mm-hmm. we hope that it will get better somehow. Now, when I find a job, it will be better. When I find yeah, friends, yeah. it will be better. When, uh, I don't know, whatever, you know, we, we, like milestones that we mm. think and then it happens or, or it doesn't happen. So as long as it doesn't happen, I won't be better. Meaning mm. we can wait for months until a miracle, and I'm being kind of ironic, a miracle happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the meantime, we don't take the reins of our lives right mm-hmm. so the first thing is 
the first tip or advice is to acknowledge, okay, I'm being dependent. Yeah. How, how am I being dependent? What are the things that I'm being dependent on? How, uh, what are the things that I'm putting in the other person to resolve mm. because I mm. can't, because I, I think I can't, or I feel I can't, or, or I feel incapable and insecure mm. and, and, and uh, uh, not confident. Good. That's the first one. The second one I told before, go out and meet people mm -hmm. as your life depends on it. Because mm -hmm. the more people you know, the more people uh, will open a word for you that you don't know, right? If you're mm -hmm. looking for a job, they will know that you're, you're looking for a job. If you are looking for friends, mm -hmm. they will know. And maybe they yeah. don't have time, but maybe they know someone who has time and that, that, that speaks um, uh, Korean or Spanish or pff, Finnish. You know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and they can click with you um, even to have a conversation, a, a theme of conversation with your partner when you come home. Because if not, mm. you are waiting yeah. for them to come home. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, made my day, made my day. You're here. My life can start. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I felt that like for a while. And it was yeah. awful. Awful. Yeah, not only for me. Yeah. Because of a, of him, right? The partner also carry also carries the weight of I have exactly. to make her happy. Because exactly. if I don't make her happy, she will go. Yeah. She will go, and I yeah. want her to stay with me, or I want him mm -hmm. to stay with me. So it's it's counterproductive for all from all the fronts. Mm -hmm. So it's the the, the 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 other thing is do something, do things, go and and get a hobby, but a hobby that you love. Not mm -hmm. something because, oh, here I will meet people. Yes, that's okay. But I will go every Thursday to a book, a book club because I love reading. Mm -hmm. And I will meet, I know I will meet people that are interested in books. So yes, we will have something in common already. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of pressure taking uh, uh, for meeting people, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, those are my the advices that I think of like in the moment. Another important thing re related to that mm -hmm. is not to break contact. Not 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 even that, but reinforce the contact or the or the bonds that you have back home, mm -hmm. because we tend to think, oh, okay, no, no, I'm in in Montreal right now. I'm in Vienna right now. I'm in Valencia right now. I have to focus on my life here in Valencia. Yeah. Oh my God. I yes. have to focus here, and no, <laughs> I no interruptions, right? <laughs> oh my gosh are you talking about me <laughs> but the thing is there are, and that's well we we, we should uh, made us make a second or third podcast i know this is like <laughs> i love like, i love it like there's so many things so many different so directions many layers, we can go yeah. and then there's so yeah. many things to unpack. but yeah go ahead yeah. sorry yeah. so yeah. It, the, it, behind every emotion there is a need So we feel mm. angry for a reason. We feel lowly for a reason. We feel uh, uh, sad for a reason. And loneliness is related to not having contact, not having the closeness that we need, right? Mm -hmm. And it takes a while to get that in your new country. Mm. So instead of neglecting the bonds and the deep and, 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 and profound bonds and, and relationships that we have back home, we should nurture nourish them even mm. more because we mm. need them more 
So that that yeah. that nurture will give mm-hmm. us energy and motivation <clears throat> to meet new people. If not, we are uh, uh, digging our own uh, um, grave. You know, <laughs> we are. We don't have friends there. We don't have friends yeah. here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wonderful, right? <laughs> so yeah, that would be another thing too bear in mind wow you know what like honestly like mm-hmm. i just realized that like when when you like like I've, i've been living abroad like for i don't know for about a decade but i didn't mm-hmm. really think about that like mm-hmm. you know as you mentioned earlier like when i am in a new place i always thought that hey to be quote-unquote successful living mm-hmm. in this specific place mm-hmm. i need to focus on you know, activities here. I need to focus mm-hmm. on making new friends here. I need to focus mm-hmm. on like doing new hobbies here. We're not mm-hmm. like neglecting, you know, old contacts in my home country and not like mm-hmm. that, but just like, you know, to kind of move forward, this is mm-hmm. it. But then like, mm-hmm. it takes time. You know, there's so much like loneliness uh, comes with it. Yes. Uh, yes, it's fun to live abroad. Yes, it's fun to kind of like travel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. there is like, loneliness it requires a lot of i don't know work to yeah effort to make friends and yeah relationships etc yeah um yeah uh, now that you mentioned this and i think it, this is important for your audience uh, to hear we as you said in my intro expat life is beautiful it's amazing <laughs> it's, it's it's shiny and we have so many things so many so many opportunities that other people don't have But there is also a dark side. There is also a shadow side that is not addressed enough. Because if you move abroad, for for the people left behind, left behind in your country, yeah, home know, countries, yeah. mm-hmm. you have to be happy. You oh, have yeah. to seize the opportunity. <laughs> Why are you freaking complaining, Lucy? Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. you are living in Montreal. Yeah. Come on. And I'm stuck here in my boring life. Shut up. Don't complain. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. but we deal mm-hmm. with a lot of things that they don't know, and yeah. they will probably never know. Yeah, and they never, are super yeah, exactly. hard, super mm-hmm. challenging, and they are um, uh, how do you say that in English? Like ground shaking. They shake mm-hmm. your base, mm-hmm. your identity, who you thought you were, mm-hmm. right? And dealing that, dealing with that by yourselves, is completely unrealistic. I mean, mm. I have clients that are expats for one year and mm. they come to me, but I have clients that are expats for 10 years and they've mm. been dealing with these kinds of feelings for 10 years until they decide mm. to get help because mm. they think they are not, um, they don't, they are not entitled. They are mm. not, no, 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 I know. I, I have a great life. I shouldn't yeah. complain. I know. I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't complain. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you should oh complain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my message. Please But complain. You, Please yeah. look for help. I mean, it doesn't have to be a psychologist. It can be a friend. It can be a mentor. It can be, I don't know, yeah. a, a support group, whatever. But this is normal. As you asked me before, is this normal? It's completely normal. But no one talks. I mean, I and a couple of people talk about it, but not enough people talk about how difficult it is. To be an expert oh and to be away from home. Yes. I I was thinking in my brain, should I should I mention it or not? But I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, But like, it. yeah, I, I've been experiencing this like personally recently because mm-hmm. you know, like I I'm single. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of my close friends, like a lot of my friends are like married and with kids, like super young kids, like mm-hmm. maybe like two year old and like three year old. Probably that's the time I, I've never had kids. I don't know them much, but like that's a time where, you know, very demanding and a lot of like, mm-hmm. you know, time and effort goes into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel that, oh, like, as you mentioned, I, I didn't think about this, actually. This is super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, oh, like, I shouldn't complain. Like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about my uh, problems because challenges because what, what, what my friends are going through are the real problem. I don't know what's real. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I the understand what you mean. But my problem yeah. is, in a way, it's the life that I chose. So I have, I should not complain. I should accept yeah. and embrace what I have. Yeah. I feel like as if like if I start complaining, even if it's a small thing, I feel like I become a failure. I don't yeah. know it's, it, yeah. if it makes sense. It absolutely yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, there is something I call, and this is maybe political incorrect, uh, incorrect. But it's like uh, for my clients and for my audience, I, I mentioned the like um, kids starving in Africa fallacy. Meaning, mm-hmm. how I might I have the right to complain? Where yes. people dying I know. from hunger or from poverty or from yes. war, right? Yeah. How is that productive? How is that helpful? Mm-hmm. Right. I have to be grateful. There are yeah. people dying. I have yeah. to be grateful. There are people mm-hmm. dealing with toddlers, two year old. I have to be grateful. What does that? It, it, what, what the effect of that is getting you worse, making mm. you feel more guilty, making mm-hmm. you feel like a failure, and I saw late it. Mm. Like mm. no, 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 no. This is I have to make it by myself. I have to yeah. get through it by myself, and I can't capital C complain <laughs> because there are people dying in Africa. Or in, in yeah. wherever, wherever Africa is, because the, the, I, yeah, that, I that's know what, what the, yeah. the, um, the example that my mom used when I, I, I wouldn't eat all the food. Hey, yeah, there are people, yeah. there are kids starving in Africa. Yeah, you, should, you should eat everything, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the same, the same fallacy. And it's, mm-hmm. it's super, 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 super damaging. Super yeah. damaging. And creates a lot of anxiety. Wow. Then what's the solution? Like acknowledging it? Like what's the kind of, I'm <laughs> just asking a lot. I guess like this is, requires a lot of like, long hours of consultation. I believe this is like a huge, like deep yeah. thing. But like, I guess like if I'm in a situation, should I talk about it with my friends? Should I start complaining and not feeling guilty about complaining? Or what should I, what should <clears throat> I, what should I do? What should, what should I, I do? do? <laughs> well, it, as, as you said, it depends on the person and the circumstances because it's, it's, mm-hmm. The the uh, the that syndrome or that fallacy comes from different places, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe your I'm not talking about you, of course, but maybe your mom, like my mom, did like, oh, you have to eat everything because there are people starving, yeah. or maybe your siblings, or you know what comes from the childhood. It's mm. super important, and you are extrapolating that to ungratefulness or not complaining, yeah. or I have to be tough, I have to make it on my yeah. own, I can be a failure. Um, you build your identity with those things. So, explaining or complaining to other people is, as you said before, 
showcasing your failureness yeah, or your yeah. uh, your incomp incompetence yeah. to deal with everything because of course we can deal with everything hey mm -hmm. we, we are super women right i don't yeah. want to be weak you know i want to be strong absolutely you know. <laughs> not only i want to be i more important even i have to seem other oh. people have to perceive me as yeah oh wow. whatever strong confident whatever successful you know Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> This is deep. <laughs> yeah, we oh. can laugh about it, but it, it is deep. And it, it is, um, yeah. so what can we do? It's, I, I, I know people hate this answer, but it depends. It depends yeah. of, of, of where it comes from. But mm. definitely, should I complain? Yes. Should I ruminate? No. Mm. I mean, it, complaining is, let it out find mm -hmm. someone you feel comfortable about, about talk uh, you feel comfortable talking about those things mm. you know and maybe a disclaimer before you know your best friend jane you know jane mm. um i know it might sound like i'm complaining and yes i am but i need someone to hear this because i mm. don't have anyone else i trust you i want to be vulnerable with you i mm. don't please don't give me advice that's <laughs> I just need. <laughs> I don't need advice. I just need to let it out. Just listen. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> just listen and 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 try to empathize and and mm -hmm. and believe when I tell you that it's hard and it's difficult. Blah, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many follow-up questions, but let's move on to the next question. But this is so brilliant. Thanks for thanks for sharing your 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 knowledge Very with welcome. us appreciate mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. so we talked about language uh, barriers like for example mm -hmm. like for you austria like speaking mm -hmm. german right mm -hmm. do you feel that like is it easier because now you're in valencia in spain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you speak spanish do you feel mm -hmm. like it's, it's easier to adapt to the culture or how do you feel but language i know that language is not everything even though like you know they speak spanish you speak mm -hmm. in spain they speak spanish but like mm -hmm. the culture from latin between latin america and spain is different so how do you mm -hmm. How do you feel? <clears throat> it's some it's sometimes more easy or easier because of the language, although it's not the same language. It's like French Canadian and French from France. You know, oh. it's 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 not the same. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we understand each other perfectly, but there are words or there are expressions uh, uh, that that are different. But uh, anyway, that's easier. But uh, the culture. Uh, You don't expect the culture shock that you get when moving to a similar language country or the same language country, if you know what I mean, right? Mm. Because we speak the same language. How different can it be? Yeah. And it is very different. <laughs> And it is very different. <laughs> they view of the world, uh, their view of the world, um, they are European, right? Mm. And, 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 and that's different. Um, It's uh, how they face life and how they face uh, values. It's different. It's not better, worse. It's different. So, um, and it's also difficult because you're still an expat. Mm -hmm. You're not a Spaniard. Mm -hmm. So it's you're not as exotic as a I don't yeah. know, German or you know what I mean because mm -hmm. you speak Spanish. You look like them. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Chilean. Yeah. Well next you know 
but in Austria, I was ah, the Latin American one. I oh, oh yeah, super yeah, exotic that's true. And, and, so it's it's fun. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it also encapsulates you in just one thing, but it's easier because it's it's uh, you're um, um, ah, you're super fun for people, right? So mm-hmm. they, 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 you you can always connect from that prejudice, if you may. Like we eat in Chile, we eat Chile con carne, ha 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 ha. I don't know how often I heard that uh, uh, stupid joke, but it was a way to connect, right? Like okay, yeah, no, and I and I always explain, no, no, we don't eat Chile con carne. That's next uh, Tex-Mex is not Chilean. Um, um, <laughs> But here is like oh Chile ah okay good and and nothing else you know oh. and and people mm. here are very closed uh, it's in Chile in Chile it's the same you grew up with the same people you 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 were born and raised in a usually in a little town and then you move to the city so mm. you go every weekend you go to your little town oh. and you know and you stay with your friends from school from college and from work mm. you know so the people that are more open to meet other people at our age like starting 30 mm-hmm. um are the expats are the ones who are yeah. looking f- to meet people you know i'm a spaniard mm. i have enough people i have a family maybe uh, yeah I, I don't need more people i don't need more friends exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so especially if they're married because right like as we get older I mean, mm-hmm. there's no like specific, like they don't have time specific reason to hang out and, you know, new people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, like, like I'm just looking at our time, but like we need yeah. to wrap up very, pretty to, soon. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. not enough. It's not yeah, enough. No, no, definitely. <laughs> we should do but this I, again, definitely. Yes, yeah. we should. Mm-hmm. But I'm so mm-hmm. happy that we touched on super deep topic earlier. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. super important. I feel. I, yeah, I mean, I feel so like liberating even after talking about it. Uh, I think that's a power of psychologist. <laughs> wow! Right? Wow! This is so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. You are the first yeah. psychologist that I've that I've engaged like okay one on one like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, oh, super liberating. I'm, I'm, I'm super... honored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, super super cool. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a. Two like last questions okay. that I wanted to ask Shoot. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first one is: Do you have a mantra, life mantra that you live by? Oh, so many. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it depends of, of how I feel and, and and what I'm dealing with. Uh, but um, I would say confidence is not a trait; it's a skill. Mm, I like that. I like that. And a mantra for myself. I mean, I said that to all my clients and audience, but for myself as well, because I feel insecure a lot of times. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if I start waiting to feel confident to do mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. I might not do it. And I yeah. know how important it is for me to do it. So I remind myself, okay, this is a skill. I have to train my muscle. I have to yeah. do it. The more I do it, the more confident I get. And 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 that's uh, now in in these days. It, this is my mantra: confidence mm-hmm. is trait. It's a it's a skill, not a trait. Confidence it's not super is... sexy or super inspiring, but it helps. It helps me a lot to remember that. No, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I I honestly think like everyone has their own insecurity, mm-hmm. right? And every mm-hmm. we we want to be more confident. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a 
confidence is a skill, not a what? Like confidence is a skill. Confidence is a skill, not a trait. Or, or not a trait. Okay, got it, a, got a, it. It's not a trait, it's a skill. You can, you can yes. put it whatever, however you want. Yes, <laughs> love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. actually, the, the last question that I usually ask to mm-hmm. all my guests, because I, maybe I want to change it. Maybe I can ask two questions, depends. But like usually mm-hmm. the the question that I ask all my guests is the, what's mm-hmm. your favorite book that you like to recommend to our listeners? Mm-hmm. So any, any, your favorite book that you like to recommend, that's the, the, the question that I, that I ask, but uh-huh. if you want, because like, it could be like, what's your kind of one advice that like one of your favorite advice that you want to give it, give to all the experts uh, around the world who's maybe like going through loneliness okay. or anxiety okay. or confidence whatever like it depends on you like okay I can yeah. do both it's, yeah, it's okay. okay cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a book that I always recommend because it, it because it has to do with me uh, with my mm-hmm. uh, not with me per se my story but my background uh, is from Isabel Allende a Chilean uh, writer okay and it's called Paula like the name Paula P-A-U-L-A mm-hmm. Paula uh, it's about her daughter who died uh, from from a disease, porphyria. I don't know how to translate it in English. Uh, but it also frames and, and, and shows uh, the difficulties, years of dictatorship in Chile and all the mm. political um, happenings during that time. And mm. she's a freaking brilliant uh, writer. So I, I would recommend that to your audience. Paula from Isabel Allende. Thank you. Yes. And the advice, uh, that, uh, the life advice that I would uh, give to all your audience, especially expats, is talk about it. Oh, wow. Talk about what you're going That's through. That's so powerful. That is Don't so shut powerful. down. Don't shut down. Don't, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. You are not the only one. Definitely, definitely not the only one struggling with this. But if you shut up, if you don't talk, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to hurt and it's painful enough and it's difficult enough to be by yourself in a new country and rebuild your life sometimes from zero sometimes sometimes from minus minus 10 Mm -hmm. Um, don't do that to yourself talk about it there Mm -hmm. there are people that want to help you but let them Mm -hmm. if they don't know that you're struggling they can't help Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. wow I I just realized that talk about it, that sentence mm-hmm. is that powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you when you just like say talk about it, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so simple, yet so powerful. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super cool. Okay. <laughs> well, Gabriela, so where people can find you and also if there's anything that you that I missed uh asking mm-hmm. you, please uh before wrap up, please mention it if there's anything mm-hmm. you would like to mention. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that you covered everything. I mean, we could, as you said, we could talk for two hours yeah. more. So, so we, we should definitely, on record, I go on record that we should definitely uh, repeat the session. Yes, <laughs> um, and they people can find me in my website, uh, gabriela encinacom uh, and they can contact me. They can book a thirty-minute uh, free consultation, and if they are looking for counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they, I have also workshops and things that they can they can look for in the shop in the website, all about me, all about what I offer is on my website, and mm-hmm. they can also contact me through Instagram, 
is it's a little bit long, I know. Gabriela.encina.psychologist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Uh, and just DM me and, and share with me what they're struggling with or if they need some advice or talk. I, wow. I will be there. Mm -hmm. Wow, super cool. So mm -hmm. I'm going to link your Instagram, your website and everything mm -hmm. in the show note in the podcast so people okay. can find you. But, yeah, but honestly, she has such a good energy. And then, um, you know, just like today, like just talking about like, you know, talking with you just gave mm -hmm. me, I don't know, like it just made me feel so good. And definitely like if you're, if you're an expat now, if you're going through some things and you want to if you want to talk about it definitely book, <laughs> <laughs> definitely book a free consultation i mean that's so generous of you like definitely book a 30 minute you know free consultation call with her mm -hmm. she is amazing um, <laughs> thank so, you yeah, i would highly recommend doing that so um thank you thank yeah. you for a lovely conversation i really really enjoyed it Oh my gosh, I really enjoyed it too. This is not enough. We should definitely do the second round. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, Gabriela, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you learned something new from this episode and now you are motivated and fired up to make your dream come true. Make sure to share with others who might need to listen to this podcast because this is something they needed to listen to to be inspired. We never know. Lastly, be sure to subscribe and follow Self Made Express with Lucy John on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for being here.